On this episode of the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast, we better love each other and dance the dance electric. The Prince version of a song given to friend and former bandmate Andre Simone. The Dance Electric is the first track on the vault disc from 2017's Purple Rain Deluxe release. And as I mentioned in the opening, The Dance Electric was written and recorded by Prince in August of 1984 at the Flying Cloud Drive Warehouse Recording Studio in Chanhassen, Minnesota. For what project? That's unclear. However, Prince gave the song to childhood friend and former bandmate Andre Simone to record for Andre's forthcoming third solo album titled AC. So Andre recorded his vocals over the track in May of 1985, and by that summer it was released as the lead single from his AC album. Uh, The Dance Electric reached number 10 on the Black and R&B charts, and number 8 on the dance charts, so it was Andre's biggest hit. Uh, Kind of interesting that his biggest hit would end up being the only song that was written by his friend, Prince. Lisa Coleman, Wendy Melvoin, and Jill Jones provided backing vocals on the song. Um, Likely it would have been recorded in the 84 version, so then it was used for the, uh, the basic track that Andre would record his vocals for. But the version that we got in 2017's Purple Rain Deluxe did not include any of these uh, vocal overdubs for the 2017 release. So what we really just got was the basic Prince guide vocal, is what I would call it. Like, it would have been eligible for inclusion on the Originals project that was released in 2019, where it was just... Prince providing his versions of songs that he would give to other artists where they essentially changed very little Uh, and you know this is like Prince saying I wrote this song, I recorded this song in this manner, in this fashion performed this way I suggest you do the same in order to you know get the best um, approach or get the best uh, outcome from my talent at least, that is my interpretation of what maybe Prince did. Maybe he just did it and said, hey, here's a song, do what you want with it. This is how I wrote it and recorded it. Obviously, the Bangles did a different version of Manic Monday that, uh, you know, I don't think... It's different enough, right? So it's not like they just scraped Prince's vocals off and recorded their own. And obviously another song that was included on originals, Nothing Compares to You, which was then recorded by Sinead O'Connor, who recently passed away. Uh, That was not a situation where Prince gave it to Sinead to record. It was a situation where she recorded a cover of the family's Nothing Compares to You, which is really what the originals version was meant to convey like he wrote it and recorded it gave it to the family the family recorded it in a similar fashion that prince gave to them then Sinead covered the family's version so it's it's a little bit of a 
a unique situation there. But if you listen to Prince's The Dance Electric and Andre Simone's The Dance Electric, they're nearly identical. So there's a story that goes along with this song that I feel is pretty valid based off of who told it. And this is a story that was communicated during celebration this year. 2023. Now, there was another version of the story that was going around where Andre's mother had contacted Prince. Prince, of course, lived with Andre's family, so he was, you know, very close to Andre's mother, and so that's why Andre's mother felt that she had an ability to reach Prince in a way that maybe other bandmates, former bandmates, parents could not. So as that story goes, she asked Prince if he'd give a song to her son. The concern was that Andre's first couple of solo albums maybe didn't sell as many records as his label wanted them to or needed them to in order to maintain his contract. This was kind of like a album number three was, I think, maybe the last album in his deal, his record deal. So he needed a hit. He needed a reason, you know, he needed success on this last album from this deal. It's kind of like an athlete's final contract year. You know, they want to succeed and do really well in the last year of their existing contracts. They can demand high dollar uh, value on the market the following year. And I don't even, that may not be the most perfect analogy because this is more of a situation where Andre wanted to and needed to have a good outcome on his third album just to maybe avoid getting dropped by his record label. So that is the way it was understood by me for a very long time. You know, Prince was riding high off the success of Purple Rain in late 84, early 85, and a song that he had already had recorded and written maybe for Around the World in a Day, maybe for another artist. Um, not entirely sure, but the way it was understood was that she asked him and he decided to give him this song. So the way the story was told at Celebration 2023 by Levi Caesar Jr., was that it was not Andre's mother that asked Prince to give her son a song for his next album. It was Andre himself. So according to Levi, Andre was at the studio, the same studio as Prince was at, so this would have probably been Sunset Sound, and he knew, I guess Andre knew Prince was there, and uh, Levi saw Andre and started talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, I, I want to. I need a hit. I need a, a, you know, hit single from the guy who's on top of the world right now, which is my quote unquote former friend. I mean, they were they had a falling out after Andre left Prince's band, but you know, they were basically brothers for their entire adolescence and early adulthood. 
So, you know, they maybe weren't as close as they used to be, but they were still forever linked. So Andre needed a song, and he needed a song from his friend who could do no wrong in 1984-85. And again, according to Levi, he was asked to play mediator a little bit and say, hey, you know, Andre's out in the hallway, wants to talk to you. I guess he wants to ask you about writing a song for him or giving him a song for his next album. He really needs something to get him over on this on this particular release. Can you do that for him? And of course, Prince is like, well, yeah, I mean, but I want to, you know, hear it from him. And so basically Levi's like, yeah, you need to go in there and talk to a man to man about this and, and, you know, ask him yourself. And as the, the way Levi told the story, that's how Andre asked Prince directly for a song for AC, not his mother. So there's two different stories going on out there. I mean, the, the one about his mother's on Prince fault, um, Principal has not been updated to reflect Levi's story from Celebration 2023, but, I mean, if he was there, then that's, that's the story we have to believe. I mean, I, I guess, I mean, it was almost 40 years ago, so I know how memories can kind of, kind of trick us at times, but that is, so I'm, I'm communicating both stories, so I don't know, I, I wasn't there. I don't know which one is right, but both of them are kind of floating out there now. The song starts off with a spoken word section. It goes, Good morning, children. Take a look out your window. Our world is falling. It's almost time to go. dance electric the rhythm is love and love is blind love your enemies there isn't much time so the line look out your window the world is falling kind of feels like a callback to 1999 a little bit with um you know the the world around the the subject the protagonist of the song is sensing that the world is falling apart there is a lot of negativity, a lot of um, despair. And whether or not it is falling apart in a manner that implies the apocalypse is here, or if it's just our society crumbling in a way that seems irreparable. Not sure, but either way, it kind of paints the picture of things not going so well in in the world today and there needs to be and there you know there is a sense of finality to it that we may be close to the end of times he literally says it's almost time to go so i think that that likely gives us the indication that prince was writing the song from the standpoint of somebody who sees the end on the horizon and uh, wants to make sure that we spend our last times on Earth in a positive way. Love your enemies. There isn't much time. No reason and no point in continuing to hate when death is upon us. Look, all of us 
first verse is, look, our world is falling. Rhythmless house of blind hypocrisy. Here, our master calling, this isn't what he wanted us to be. So he appears to be expressing disappointment on how our society is failing us, failing in general. So the terms hypocrisy, possibly referring to the godless society that's overtaking the righteous. People saying one thing and doing another. Definition of hypocrisy. Uh, preaching love, but acting on hate. Nobody really taking care of each other. This isn't what he wanted us to be is a reference to God. Here our master calling. This isn't what he wanted us to be. So God is he's kind of expressing like there's a a certain disappointment that is clouded our species, our society. It's like if you you know in the in, in if you imagine you had the ability to create life in the life you created, you kind of just let it build and grow and evolve. And then at some point you're checking in and you see that people are killing each other for very little reasons. I mean, never that there's much of a good reason to kill somebody, but you know, seemingly frivolous reasons, greedy reasons, reasons that don't make sense to uh, a benevolent God then I would say that uh, the idea of the society and of the life that was given certainly is not being followed in the way that was intended. And that is basically what I'm getting from this first verse. chorus we got to dance the dance electric listen to the rhythm in our soul dance the dance electric better love each other it's almost time to go so i take this more as like a call to action so a call towards moving back to god to be better people to love one another which is going back to what god wanted us to be i think was being said here god wanted us to love one another he wanted to be good people and and help each other and love each other and not hate not kill and not do things out of selfish motives so the dance electric feels like it's a dance to be for for a spiritual healing i guess which probably goes back to the and has its roots in, in the Baptist church, dancing and singing to celebrate. So the act of dancing, in this case, this dance electric, listening to the rhythm in your soul, your soul has rhythm, and that rhythm should be life, and it should be joy, and it should be love. And this is the type of dance that I believe Prince was implying should be our dance as a society. Don't, don't want you happy. Give another song. 
Two, don't. It don't make you happy. To give another someone your own smile. Dance the dance electric. Never mind your hatred. Try a brand new style. So from this I get a call to reject negativity. Any negative thoughts and hatred that festers inside. And will often manifest itself into outward behaviors such as like frowning fighting, rude behavior, uh, unkind gestures. Those are the kinds of things that when people who are feeling hatred inside, whether it's inner hatred for themselves or for their fellow man and woman, and he does, Prince does say, we love all enemies kind of as an aside after this this verse as well, which, again, just reiterates the point that the purpose of the dance electric is to love your brother, love one another, forgive. Um, forgiveness is being a, a big aspect and a big, again, call to action in the song. Forgive those around you and be kind to one another as again there's very little time left and who wants to spend it feeling such negative energy and and giving off such negative energy anger is is a really destructive destructive emotion it not only affects yourself it affects everyone around you Verse 3, look, we're living in Babylon, making but not feeling love at all. When your youth is gone, when it comes the dawn, the light of truth will shine and you will fall. So here, I'm just going to call out the reference to Babylon, the ancient Mesopotamian city, now known as Western Asia, or Iraq today. So I had to you know, refresh my memory on what the reference to Babylon is, you know, the relevance of that. So in the book of Genesis, there was this united human race speaking one language, and and this is where the Tower of Babel was built. The tower that was intended to reach God. The intent was to build something so tall to reach God. God then halted the construction of the tower and scattered humans across the globe, giving them different languages to confuse them. So this symbolizes then, the reference to Babylon, I think, symbolizes a worldliness, but also evil in a way and chaotic. 
So I think Prince is referring to this sort of heathen's paradise with Babylon here. Making but not feeling love. So that's the next line. So it kind of tells you, you know, that people are in Babylon acting on their 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 basic urges but not doing it in a way that implies that there's any love between the two or between the many that it's really just about selfish pleasures and not about giving love back to the person whom you're engaging in sex with or having making love with which of course you wouldn't necessarily call that making love nobody really loves each other they're just out for selfish pleasures is what i'm essentially getting here in the line when your youth is gone when it comes to the dawn so we've got a reference to the end of human's life cycle the dawn may you live to see the dawn around this time prince was uh you know imparting this wisdom uh in his liner notes from purple rain and at the end of the film and again i think this sort of implies prince wants us to live a long and meaningful life full of love and happiness so we can see god when it's all said and done may you live to see the dawn when it comes to the dawn the light of truth will shine and you will fall the godless heathens and non-believers will not be a part of this journey beyond to God. You will fall if this is how you plan to live your life. Verse 4, see the light inside of us, it's darkened. If we live a life that's bad, whatever you do, don't you let your light go dark, my love. It's the only light that you will ever have. Prince is pleading to us to find our light or rekindle our inner light before it goes dark. That's obviously symbolism, light, love, dark, hate. Very simple symbolism being imparted here. Don't let your light go dark. So don't give in to hate. That seems to be a common theme in the song.
towards the end of the song, he begins ad-libbing, uh, getting funky in here, revolution. Oh, you know, he has his things that he says as he's just kind of vamping towards the end of the song. does have a, a bit of a spoken word where he just says wake up children our world is falling wake up children can't you hear our master calling More of the same sort of, same sort of um, messaging. Wake up before it's too late. Not literally wake up from your sleep, but wake up in terms of how you're living your life. Wake up to a new way. Quit sleepwalking through your life filled with hate. Our world is falling. It's not too late. So that is my take on the Dance Electric, a fun and funky song. The version that we get in the Purple Rain Deluxe is quite long, it's over 10 minutes. It gets a little repetitive, I mean obviously the version that was on Andre's album is significantly shorter, but either version is great because they're both very similar. Um, and you know this this style of song this messaging in the song is very relevant and very of that era of Prince recordings 1982, 1983, 1984 even 85 a little bit but less so 85 I mean of course songs that were written in 84 ended up being released in 85 or around the world in a day but this kind of talking to God and pleading with God and trying to get right with God had its most fruitful period in the 80s in that 82 to 84 time frame from a writing and recording perspective not a, a release perspective but a writing and recording perspective this song Andre's version was released in 85 Prince's version released in 2017, and the Dance Electric is what we need to, you know, I mean, at least think about how we want to live our lives when we listen to this song. It's, it's funky, it's got that um, Lynn drum machine, synthesizer, very early to mid-80s Prince sound to it. 
But if you strip that away and just think about the message again, I think how it could be relevant for us as listeners is just don't give in to hate. Really, I mean, that's what it boils down to. Don't let hate overtake you and overtake your soul and who you are and what you give back to the universe and to our fellow human beings. And if you do that, if you if you really pay attention to you know your actions and the consequences of your actions and the consequences of your words, then I think we're doing right by the song and by this message. And if you don't believe in God, it doesn't really matter. I don't think that it makes the message any less relevant. We have one life and we have one life to make our mark. So thank you for listening. This has been the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. You can find the show on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's, it's X now. Instagram, threads, and YouTube. Thank you very much, and until next time, goodbye.